0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Taper. It's uh, it's a Monday after the first of two consecutive off weekends. It's the uh, summer break. Um, we're in office right now. Chase Curtis, Alex Ray, and I, Michael Antonovich, remote. This could be a Ray's last Monday morning here for a little. No, while. this
1: is the first. This is the first off weekend. Washougal I said was... the first of two. Oh, first of two. Okay, yeah. yeah. There we go.
0: But this could be your last Monday in here for a while. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, tomorrow, I'm 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 going up to uh, O'Neill. Uh,
0: Embarking I'm gonna, on a career.
1: Yes, uh, I'm. I'm, dude. I'm going to be honest. I'm super excited. Uh, I've never done anything like this before. Worked. Yeah. No. Like. <laughs> I, like. I'm serious. Uh, I mean, it, I feel like it's weird to say, but it. I don't know. Like. Call it whatever you want. I, I just turned thirty years old, and this is going to be the first job I've ever had. Uh, I'm super nervous, like I was telling you on the trail today. Uh, I've had nightmares, legit nightmares. Um, and uh, but man, I'm ready for it. You know, I'm ready for the challenge. It's something new. I think that uh, it's going to take a little bit of time, but I think it, it, with that, I you know, with the work ethic that I put you know in, like with my career, I think that. If I carry that over, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. like I think that I'll figure it out. It's just gonna take me maybe a day or two to get everything sort of settled and and figure all of it out. but uh, once I do, I think I'll be good at it.
0: Hey, you know how uh so Daddy Frank and Uncle Mark mm-hmm. have dealt with a quite a bit in the past as a rider that was riding for them. They want him to ride for them, right? So now they're your boss. are you gonna be shocked if Frank is a totally different person when you walk in? No, no. I don't um, think he will be. Well no,
1: I no, that's the thing, right? Like, uh, you know, I've 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 heard from Dahmer, you know, and from you guys like Frank's gnarly, but he didn't get where he is now by just being a pushover or a rollover. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you gotta have some, you know, some cojones. You gotta have you gotta be able to, you know, tell people like, hey, do your fucking job. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how you, that's how you get to those places. I feel like, you know, and, and yeah, like, I feel like I'm ready for it. Right. Like can't take anything to heart, you know, like you just got to, you know, put your fucking work boots on and, and do the shit.
0: Yeah. So Alex is going to go work for O'Neal, uh, starting tomorrow, Mm -hmm. August 1st. Do you know what your job description or duties are yet? Um, Or is this like sales? So
1: I'll be, I'll be, I, I, from what I understand, I'll be in sales. Uh, I'm just going to be in the office for I think the first month to figure out everything on the back end, right? Like Mm -hmm. uh, all the ins and outs of it, how the warehouse works, how they, you know, the the software, all of that stuff, and how the whole business is sort of just ran, right? And uh, and I'll learn more about my role as uh like as a sales guy.
0: Mm -hmm. Hey Anton, how old were you? when you got your first job and what was it
2: i mean first real job not working for the family which i'd been doing since i was like a little kid uh i was 17 and i was stocking shelves at abercrombie kids at the mall
0: <laughs> abercrombie kids i didn't know there was a kids mm-hmm.
2: yeah i hmm. wasn't 18 so they wouldn't let me work at the other one <laughs> so they just put me down at so was like little board.
0: toddler clothes and stuff
2: uh, it was like uh, 8 to 15, 16, mm. like right then when kids start wearing the other stuff. But then my employee discount was six. So that was great. And so I would buy Kyle clothes all the time at the store. And then because I was really skinny and like
0: you could fit not in the tall boys. or anything,
2: that dude, I could fit in like a kid's extra large at the time too. So I was like, fuck, dude, why am I going to pay $60? Same polo $30. It just doesn't cover my bare midriff. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just hey, riding up in the back all the time.
1: Was it one of those things to where, like, you wanted to move up to, like, the dude who just stood outside the store? Like, yo, what's up?
2: Oh, no, no, no. Because uh, the food court was right next to our store. And so there was no way that I was going to have it. They're blowing my paycheck on uh, lunch every day or other clothes. Like, that wasn't an option. Hmm. Uh, they... They really did like me though, how organized I was at the time. Shocker. Uh, But uh, yeah, I was like number two in the warehouse at one point.
0: Ooh. Let's go. So does Abercrombie Kids, do you have to spray that horrible cologne? Oh, yeah. Even in the kids? It was a different one? Yeah.
2: It's a different one, but I had to spray that thing just as much too. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. So that was Anton's first job. What was yours,
3: Chase? Dude, honestly, mine was, I did like a couple mowing lawns and stuff but honestly it was the race series really yeah you ju- of junior year in high school I was mm-hmm. doing race series photos on every other weekend or whatever <laughs>
0: you got you got brought in by my nephew Casey Davis yeah, yeah. Casey Davis hyphen Miami see my first job uh I was 15 and a half I had a work permit mm-hmm. and I worked at a place called the Dawson Company in Altadena it was like a warehouse that did big giant water pumps and stuff. But like I was basically the janitor of this warehouse every week on Friday. I had to take this big giant trash can full of like the stuff. It looked like, uh, you know, when you erase a bunch and then you sweep the eraser off, yeah. it was like that, but I'd sprinkle around the warehouse and supposedly that mixed with the dust and sweep the whole place up was one of those like brooms. that has the like mop yeah. stuff on it, clean toilets, all that. But like back then, 15 and a half, I got started at six fifty. Wow. And minimum wage was like three something. Oh, wow. It was because it was a friend of my dad's. That's crazy. Yeah, so I did that.
3: I always wanted to, dude, I applied my junior year. I think I applied at three targets. Yeah. And I don't know why. I still want to work at a target at some point.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but they, Dude, they, they got some every good time. shit there
1: they got really good stuff there they got yeah. good shitters yeah, there you go. yeah <laughs> exactly
0: my first uh motorcycle job though was i worked at uh pasadena honda right out of high school at the parts counter mm. and uh yeah i worked there for a year and a half until they closed their doors and i went to
3: alhambra honda but how was that working at i do a shit
0: it was super cool except you know, I, I got the job there thinking I was going to be dealing with all these CR parts and everything, but it, it was CB750s. Mostly. <laughs> and, and and the uh, the brothers in Pasadena would come and say, yo, I got an E-Lite 50. They had these scooters called the Elites. Yeah. They called them e Lights. E-Lite 50, I need a blinker cover.
3: That's another thing I've always wanted to do, especially like as a kid. Work like at a dealer? A, yeah, I don't know why. Like my dad and I were just talking the other day. We went to the dump and we passed Langston's mm-hmm. and he was like, man. Ten years ago, we weren't we weren't coming this close without you begging to go to Langston's just to walk around. Yeah, I I don't know. I always wanted to. Yeah,
0: back then when I used to use a microfish, it was like that little clear plastic thing you put mm-hmm. it in to see the part numbers and everything. I think it's all computerized now, probably.
3: Yeah.
1: I used to love going. Yeah. Like you said, I used to love to go to the dealerships, right? Like all the new gear out, like, especially like this time of year, like Mm -hmm. right around Loretta's right after Loretta's like, this is whenever all the new gear hits. It's like, yeah. Like I used to love to just go look at all the new gear and new bikes. Like it was just bikes. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. I mean, I still like to go to freaking Temecula Motorsports down here and just look at all the shit they got. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember at Pasadena Honda, one of the things I sold a lot of were these goofy, uh, Pro levers made by O'Neill. Mm. That's how Frank Kishar started with O'Neill Distribution. Is in college, he uh, he had a project to create a product or something. And so it was this lever that came of- out and it went it went, and had a bend in it, like an elbow for your fingers. What? So instead of being like that, it came down like that and your fingers fit in it perfectly. Mm. Mm-hmm. How much was that So thing? the front brake had... A little one for just one finger, but the clutch side had two. Yeah, that's. But sick. They came
3: in like. Zoid would be doing like that. I tried get... Yeah,
0: <laughs> they had like uh, all these crazy colors. I think pink with like blue splatter paint and stuff. What? Yeah. Yeah, they were twenty seven dollars for a pair. That's pretty. Oh, sick. that's pretty
1: good, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. expensive back then.
0: Yeah. yeah. But sold a lot of those, and, Heck that, yeah. and that 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 product put Frank Kishar where he is today. That's awesome, man. That's that's cool. Cool. But. Uh, I don't know. So, uh off weekend, came off Washugal. Chase and I missed last week's podcast because uh we were in uh Whistler BC Canada hey. for Crankworks. Was hey. it just called Crankworks? It's mm-hmm. not.
3: It's Crankworks
1: yeah. Week. Anton and I, we had it dialed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, heard,
3: I heard some good feedback you guys did a good there job. There we
1: go. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank hey. you guys. You know, it was uh yeah, it was good to talk to Anton just one on one, just staring. Dude, his I soul. still
0: haven't seen all the motors <laughs> from Wash
1: just, t- I was just telling A that in the car. We were trying to <laughs> see it, but Dude, the- it is honestly <laughs> which is which sucks for you guys because this is the best race of the yeah? year. It was the best race, one hundred percent, hands down, the best race of the year. The amount of battling, the amount of intensity the guys had, the the is Sexton gonna do it, uh, you know, all all of all of that. It was it was an amazing race.
0: Was Sexton close? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I, I I tried for like four or five days to rewatch it last week, and then finally was like, all right, dude, this isn't working out. I gotta I gotta move on. But it was such yeah, it was such a good race, especially with you know Chase getting close. Couple re like the two restarts that they had to do because the gate malfunctioned in that four fifty one. Because I mean that that totally threw a variable in there. We thought Dylan was gonna run up it up there in the front for a bit, and then instead AP did. Yeah, dude, we could watch that race all week this week and still find five. Yeah, I wonder if it's up, is it
0: working properly on Peacock now. You yeah. said you can yeah. watch it, so yeah, we were like in Canada, and what did your say? Like,
3: I said uh, just something about not being in the right correct country anymore. So yeah. apparently, my Peacock program is a little on the cheap end yeah <laughs> yeah I, honestly a couple
1: weeks back i had to or like on our peacock that we have we had to
3: get a new package because the price went up yeah our my price went up and then now i can no longer watch it unless i'm under wi-fi too that's shy. yeah it sucks. Hmm. yeah that sucks
0: uh did you guys talk about colt last week how did he look anton
2: yeah colt looked good colt did a great job i mean first ever 450 national and yeah 10-10 and I mean he was in the middle of a three-way fight for ninth overall between him, Phil and Freddie, dude. And again, first ever outdoor national that he did on a big bike, first outdoor national Colts done in a while. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hey, did
3: he did he race with a different motor, like one of his Rick Ware motors? In no, no. no so he he, he went he, to he, Pro he... Circuit and got like a ignition cover and all that done up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering. But
0: uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess the only thing I've seen from Washougal was that first moto we watched. Yep. And then uh, the Foggy yeah. Llama vlog. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, he did a great job for us. We hired, uh, we hired Shane McElrass, personal vlogger, to uh, document Colt Nichols' day at Washougal. So if you haven't seen that, check that out. It's on com right now. So off weekend, rumors, anything happened?
1: I mean, I was just drunk.
0: <laughs> I mean, dude, from
1: from Wednesday to Saturday. Yeah, that's the, yeah, uh, it's just, yeah.
0: Bachelor party?
1: Bachelor party. Uh, it was good. We had a solid crew. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, we had a blast. I mean, Hart, like, Heart Raft and Davey, like, props to both of them. They did an absolutely amazing job. Like, Airbnb was awesome. Um, it, it, it was crazy cause at first I guess there was some storms going through Jersey and heart raft and like three of the people like had like flight delays. Um, but they ended up getting there a little bit later. Uh, they all flew into Vegas. Uh, my buddy, John Lowe, one of my oldest friends flew in from, uh, out of Nashville and, uh, dude, so we had a solid squad. We did, you know, like me. So like, um, a lot of the guys from California here, Drove up, you know, like, uh, my buddy Bradley Taft, uh, Robbie Fetter, uh, me tickled, you know, uh, Dean came, uh, Kenny Taco Bell, Davey, like I said, um, Brad, the rocket nodded from, uh, you know, up there in Spokane Did we, uh, shoot man, Quincy Jones, uh, one of heart rafts, really good buddies, T Hayes. We had a solid squad and, uh, yeah, we went over to have a suit, um, and we had um the first day we had a couple boats actually one uh, like a fan heard it on the podcast that you know I was coming to havasu mm-hmm. so we hit up Davey. he's like hey i heard Ray's coming for his bachelor party like i got this boat let's let's do something so um he had a boat and then we had this other boat with uh, like a slide on it and it it had like a top it was like a pontoon boat it had a top we were jumping off of it the water was awesome um you know we <laughs> we had way too much fun you know Mm -hmm. like i mean we went there from wednesday to saturday and uh yeah like dude like i just like i was thinking about i was trying to think about everything that happened and every time i think about something like i think about something else that happened i'm like oh shit i totally forgot about that (laughs) so yeah man it was it was a blast uh you know i uh Oh yeah, Chad G came too. He was a, he used to be like a South of the Border trainer. He, he flew in. Uh, dude, it was it was a solid squad. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say. Like, it was down.
0: Hey, how's Hart now? He's doing better, man.
1: Um, you know, like is he
0: done with his surgeries now, or is he yeah? Still I, still I think
1: so. I think so. I mean, he's good. Like, I mean, he's okay, but he's never gonna be normal again, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean. He still he still has a lot of issues that like say you and I don't have right mm-hmm. um, you know and he's he's trying to get a handle on it I mean he's still doing his physical therapy um, you know he's still dealing with it and everything like he's gonna like I said he's gonna be okay but he, I mean he's gonna have back issues for the rest of his life you know I mean like uh, you know he's got a lot of nerves that are you know pretty screwed up you know and he he can't do like. He can't do like just like simple activities, right? Like he, like he was taught like I was talking to him like he tried to throw a football the other day and it it, it killed him,
0: you know, like pretty much.
1: Oh, terrible.
0: So he still has pain on the Yeah,
1: head. yeah, of course. Oh. You know, I guess it's like the twist or something like I mean, he still can't do anything like golfing, you know? Like it's not that well, big he can't of a golf. No, it's not really? that very um uh, much of a demanding sport and it, he's like, dude, like the twist of it would just couldn't do it
0: so what so, did he do on golf day was he a caddy
1: well i mean we 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 got up at five thirty that morning uh not a lot of people made it oh <laughs> 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 and i don't i personally don't know how we did <laughs> we no. were late but yeah uh so it was uh man i i had a lot of fun shit as much as I want to talk about it, I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> well, what happens at the river yeah. stays at the river. Yeah, it was awesome.
0: Yeah. So uh, Chase and I, yeah, we're in Whistler with uh, the King Jeremy McGrath. Yeah. Got to spend some time with him. That uh, The first night, uh, the guys from TLD Canada took us out. Dude, we went to this restaurant. It was, what was it called? Barefoot Bistro?
3: Something like that, yeah.
0: In Whistler? There was it was myself, Chase, Jeremy, D.L. J- Jaron, Jaron, T.L.D. sales guy, and then the two guys. There was eight of us. I think the bill was six grand. Damn! But we went uh, went down to the wine cellar, and they were talking all about the wine and everything. And Jeremy, what did they call it? Filet? It? No, um
3: sorry with the S. Saber. Saber. It. Saber. Saber. Yep. So
0: he sabered a champagne bottle open. So you get like the bottle has that seam on it and he has his big sword and he's like, you know, moving it back and forth on the thing and slices it forward. And I guess right as you hit the lip of the champagne bottle, you twist it down. So bah, he chops the end off. And I was like thinking about, Anton, you know how Jet's always slamming the champagne bottle on the ground? Mm-hmm. It would be super cool if, Lucas brought him a saber to the podium, and he chopped the front off. Oh yeah!
1: Hey, didn't he like one of them like cut their hand doing that one time on the podium? Somebody got
2: yeah. I don't know because they hit it on the they hit it on the ground, and the bottle broke. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I did. Uh, one year was like when we lived in California. uh, I sabered open a champagne bottle at New Year's Eve for me and Megan. Mm-hmm. And you got to get it so cold. And then we did it with like a big uh, like the big butcher knife that we have. Uh-huh. But then I remember doing that and just being like, oh, my God, I got glass everywhere. You know? Oh, really? And when you pour it out. Yeah. The first time you pour it out, like your first pour, you're supposed to toss that one away. Cause it rinses all the shards of glass oh, wow. off the off the edge of it, yeah. Dude, but it when Jeremy re- did that video, that was so cool. It
0: was really clean. It was just the the top mm-hmm. popped off at the cork and everything, and the guy put it in a little box and gave it to. It was
3: him. good champagne too. Mm. Was it? Yeah, yeah. We, we took. You a- don't remember? <laughs> <It> <laughs> yeah, was so good champagne, good vodka, good dude. food. Yeah, so nice we, room. I like that. So we
0: ended up eating dinner. It was really good. I had a market price kobe steak was 210 dollars, but then they took us to the vodka ice room and we had to put on these big parkas and they gave us four shots of vodka and
3: Mm, so good
0: yeah one of them i really liked one of them i had
3: espresso yeah tasted good but
0: i didn't get i didn't get buzzed i did four shots and I, i don't think i was drunk but i went to sleep right when i got back and i woke up with a hangover (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the tequila shot After the ice cream. No No I poured that, that, on that, that on the oh, oh, you, you did huh no, yeah. Do not say that word
0: Tequila mm. But uh <laughs> I don't like that but Yeah the riding was good The first day Chase and I got to ride And it was a little dusty And choppy Yeah And then the second day It rained And Jeremy and his crew Went out But Chase and I were like Eh Third day not It was good. raining <laughs> We went out And I ate Shit <laughs> Big endo over a jump. It's the first. Would you believe that's the first time I've endoed over a jump?
1: No, it's, I've saved it
0: every time. Really? I've endoed on a mountain bike, like when I was racing cross country, like going down something real steep. Yeah. But this was like, boo! Like, endo. But mm-hmm. uh, then the third, the third day of riding, fourth day was good, perfect condition. Stuck in
3: like one round or one run before the. Yeah, because it was super crowded. All the
0: crank source people shut mm-hmm. up. But we did a podcast with uh Jeremy again. We did our Instagram lives and took questions. So if you haven't seen that, that's also on the website and on podcast servers. I guess there's a lot of comments. Like, did you see notice Jeremy was like touching the microphones? Yeah, he
3: was. He was he was like doing this to the stand like the whole half of the show. I don't know what he was in. And I guess it was I think he was nervous.
0: But I guess that was making noise.
3: Ah uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I tried to like like shrug him, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah.
3: But yeah, that place is unreal. I think everyone needs to go. Like it's, I'm kind of bummed out cuz the dates were a little different this year, so we missed most of the competition days. Yeah. But like like how Anton, how many people do you think are at A1? Like 40-ish thousand?
2: Yeah, probably like 45,000.
3: So to put this in perspective, on Saturday at the main competition, there were there said there was over 70,000 people at the bottom of this hill Yikes. watching. Good. it's unreal dude unreal yeah that that sport and uh, uh it's just the people and um the energy like you feel during when some of those competitions are going off it's crazy mm. nutty yeah
1: dude no <clears> I, I ain't <throat> doing those big jumps on a bicycle dude. <laughs> hey,
3: nah, you did nope. good this morning
1: you did good yeah yeah i appreciate that thank you guys yeah i felt really uh felt really good day one of the cycling career yeah i was a bit shaky. this morning that climb out was not good for me oh it's good i started dude is
2: it like the big your first big bicycle ride after you've been like tying one on for a few days dude isn't it just so weird
1: bro for a few days hell i've been going since redbud dude i've been i've been on a hot one (laughs) it seems like you know what i mean so yeah i felt like my heart was gonna pump out of my chest and dude, i was like profusely sweating like i've been chugging water like for two days trying to get back but <laughs> I feel get I still, back to normal yeah I still feel like shit yeah it's terrible
0: um let's take a break here from our sponsors ASV Inventions supports the sport of motocross with innovative products like the original unbreakable folding lever on the fly adjustable clutch punctures rotator front brake clamps Y handle tools and more ASV is also a distributor of products like ODI Grips and the innovative Gate King Tailgate Adjuster. They're also a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Race Series and their trackside at each and every event. Their Amateur Racer Support Program is open year-round and you can apply for support at hookit.com. Learn more about ASV products at asvinventions.com. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge Hubs as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey, what's up guys, it's Malcolm Stewart here. I ride for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna and I've been training harder than ever and I've been using guiltless food company for my performance on my motorcycle and it's been doing a phenomenal job I've been with these guys for the last four years and I get meals every week and it's just easy for for me to come in on a hard day's riding throw it in the microwave and my meals are ready to go and it's fit ready meals provided for me. You can
1: sign up online and by using guiltlessfoodco.com or go to their local
0: Temecula store and get your meals in person. Set yourself up for an easy win
3: by going to guiltless Co. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy's Cyclery
2: to keep my bikes in perfect running order.
0: Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto.
2: Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose backyard designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long
0: backyard design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at backyarddesignsusa.com g'day guys this is nine times x-games gold medalist jared mcneil off the motocross bike i spend plenty of time cross training on my intense mountain bike from the super fast and efficient sniper cross country bike to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes or even the amazing Taser e bike. Every Intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too. So give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstarter podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, during the little break, Ray says he wants to go to race Loretta Lens. You're already talking in, about unretiring. <laughs> in a
1: couple years, I would like to go. You can race 60 plus. I can race 30 BC. Anton, I don't know what class. Anton, you can be 30 BC with me. And then, you know, you can. I'll be 25 in two years. You can't race 30 BC. You
2: can't BC. You yeah, fuck Fuck off. I ain't racing 20 <laughs> plus.
1: Dude, I'll race. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm going to change my name.
2: <laughs> Alejandro Ray. I'm gonna take <laughs> Sam's last name. Yeah. Oh, hey Ray, if you're gonna start that, just drop down to a super mini, dude, and just start from the top. Yeah, mm-hmm. straight Earn up. Earn that
1: team green ride. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, like a couple years. Give me a couple of years. I, I I would go back for sure.
3: I thought you hated that place.
1: I do, it's but it's but uh, but I got I gotta have redemption. I've never had a top ten there, ever.
0: Not I mean. even in a moto. Not even in a fucking moto i've outperformed you there
1: exactly see that's what i'm talking about i can't be going out on that note and like that's another thing i want to say like i've i've been racing professionally for the past 12 years i did do pretty well at it so all these kids who think that you have to win a championship this week or like your life's over you're never going to go pro it's just not going to be it like whatever it's bullshit it's a week. Like, yeah, like, it might get easier if you do a little bit, but it still won't be the end, you know? So, f- Moto Dads, fucking chill out on your kids. <laughs> That's all well, I wanted to say.
2: <laughs> even on top of that, too, like, look at the recent trends that we've been seeing. Uh, every kid that crushes Loretta's doesn't exactly transition into the pro ranks. It's never a sure team. thing.
1: Never a sure yeah. thing. You know? So...
2: We just hope everybody has a good time at the ranch this week.
3: That's all I'm saying yep. right there. Boom, boom.
2: You know?
0: Anyone seen the weather?
3: Yeah, It looks like there's going to be a little bit of rain. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the I, didn't
0: Midwest. Have a, I didn't have a mud moto the year I went. Oh, I
3: did. Oh. I,
0: I had one, I think, every year that I
1: did go. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I want to say. Uh, there, I, you know what's going to be? There's going to be a lot of at Loretta's? Race tech suspension. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Will yeah. they
0: be on hand there supporting? Yes. And My I and I'm
1: sure I mean I'm sure there's gonna be probably at least ten race tech centers that are gonna show up as well, right? Yeah. yeah probably. So, yeah, I mean I I remember being at Loretta's like all those years. I just remember like all the all the people in race tech, you know, shirts like walking around just, you know, checking on their dudes and everything. And
3: all mm-hmm. the guys with like different stickers on their forks bringing their stuff up to the race tech center. Yep. Oh. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like, hey, uh, <laughs> can you help me? Like my four seals
1: leaking or or something like that. But uh I will say if uh if there is a Mud Motos at Loretta's, I can almost guarantee that the race tech engines that are gonna be showing up there are the ones that are going to make it to the end because those things are bulletproof, man. Mm. Those guys over at race, they know what they're doing.
0: They do. Yeah. Dude, you're so organic. (laughs) I feel like you're you're podcasting from sprouts grocery store. He's practicing for (laughs) the O'Neill
1: days. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, we we just got back from commercial break and, and Mm. we didn't have a read. So I figured I would just throw it in there. I didn't know how to, you know, how to throw it in there. I was just going to say we're on the topic of Loretta's. So why not?
0: So, uh, Surfer cross is coming up. Is that this week weekend?
3: Mm, I, don't I don't know. know. Wait, <laughs> that's a cool event. Do you know how to
1: surf?
0: Yeah, you, you should you? go do server cross. Maybe
3: that's to. what. Let's uh, go. Let's go. I want. Uh, maybe that's what he was practicing for. Maybe Anderson. Yeah. Did you see Anderson at Dahuni on the way here? No, dude, he had his W van, the W ten up, everything. John Anderson. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. he was there. Right the freeway.
0: No way, because I just texted him. He yeah. just popped into my head. I'm like, hey, dude, how are you doing? Really? Yeah. yeah. Did he text you back? Yeah. Really? Oh, so oh he's, he's not, not on the water yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's getting ready.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, I can surf.
0: Oh, you should do that.
1: I did it one time in Hawaii. I did like the, the tutorial thing. I hit the waves.
0: You know what sucks about server Cross? I sponsor Ryan Federer for server Cross every year. With a bike, yeah. Dude, yeah. for like the last 10 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I would always give him... It started off, I'd just give him a test bike and everything, but like he's so cool and everything. I, yeah. I started giving him my personal yeah. bike with good suspension and everything, and he was always so pumped. He had yeah. some
3: dialed cowies a couple huh? years. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. sick.
0: So,
1: would I have to ride the motorcycle or can I just like surf, sign up for the surfing? Oh,
0: you have to, you do, have do, to do both days.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm out.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, maybe that even out because there's a lot of people in the motor industry that just do the moto. Yeah. And they would never show up for the surf day. <laughs> So uh, the year Ross got paralyzed, J-Bone talked him into doing surfer cross. And mm-hmm. s- Ross is like, dude, I've never surfed in my life. And J-Bone says, we'll teach you. Someone will teach you. There's all these pros. It'll be good. You're good. We'll just come a little early and, and you're good. And Ross tells me the story. It makes me laugh every time. He says he showed up. And he walked down to the beach. And J-Bone goes, here, put this on. You're up. Oh, shit. And, and so <laughs> Ross is like, what? And he gets on the board and he goes out and he says the first thing that happens is a wave hits him and knocks the shit out of him upside down. But then he was like trying to paddle out, but he was paddling out like he's doing the butterfly stroke, like with both arms at the same time. <laughs> you know, he didn't know you're supposed to, <laughs> you know, one at a time. Yeah. And he says all he did was doing was getting wiped out by the waves that came in and everything and he never even tried to catch a wave and he finally came in and he said, Sonny Garcia was laying in the sand laughing at
2: him. Oh, because God. <laughs> there was.
0: And then another the funny thing about that is I guess Rob Healy decided to do it that year. Mm-hmm. And he went into the water with his cell phone in his pocket.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah. God. That sucks. Yeah.
1: Back then they didn't have the waterproof cell phones at yeah. all.
0: Well, I don't know. So anyway, I got no arfed to help out. So, uh, I gave my 350 KTM to uh, Pat Hodgins from OGL.
1: Oh, nice. Are you going to do it? Are you going to do surf Hell first? no, dude. Would you do it if I did it? No. I mean, it's not going to be dur- like, I can't do it if it's during the week, but if it's on the no. weekend, then I'll
3: do it.
0: No, it's it's during the week.
3: Oh, I can't it's during it. the week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah, It's always like a Tuesday, Wednesday. Never tried
0: out. to surf in my I'm life out. and I'm not going to go out there like Ross and just oh, get yeah, water I'm out on it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's it. What's everybody doing? What are all the racers doing? Did it, all the riders go on vacation weekends?
3: Uh, uh. Some of them. Joe's going. So I was talking to Joe a little bit the other day. He's at Loretta's right now uh, doing something cool with Fox for all the, the amateur kids. Dude, I didn't realize how many kids they support when I went there a couple of days ago to like hang out and they were finishing all the gear. I, I could kids not everywhere. believe no, yeah, the amount of gear sets they had to make, it was wow. insane, yeah.
0: I saw Joe is, had like a little card with a letter from him on it.
3: Yeah, I think he does, so he's been doing a lot of like, um, not designing, but like helping the designers out. Mm-hmm. Like I think one of the kits they're wearing later this year, might be you, Nidilla, he designed, and I think he helped design all the, the special kit for all the kids this week. Oh, that's cool. Gotcha. That's okay. pretty cool. Heck yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I guess a lot of the racers are going to go to Loretta's this weekend to ride. Like, I'm sure some laps. guys are going to do parade laps on new bikes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. assume so. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, that's one thing I remember growing up. Like, I remember like Ricky and Stu always just coming to Loretta's and doing laps and stuff. That's and then sick. like they'll do like two laps and sit the fastest lap time of the week, or they'll do like some cool like quad through the you know the ten commandments or something yeah. just cool that like no one had done yet i just thought that was awesome
0: yeah the first moto of the week at loretta's i'm on the starting line and i see ricky i'm like dude and I'm putting my head down trying so he doesn't notice me he walks right up stands in front of me and like I have to tell you guys off air what he said, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> but I was just like, "God damn it!" Now Ricky knows I'm here, and he's gonna watch and laugh. <laughs> <But>.
1: <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. Like I, I've done a lot of races, I've done a lot of nationals. That's the that's the scariest first turn I've ever done. Yeah,
0: it's a right turn.
1: Yeah, right hander, wide open, sweeper. It's trees fucking everywhere.
0: <laughs> I uh, I did six motos at Loretta's. In the first practice session of the week, I fell nine times because I was like, what are these straightaway ruts? You know. (laughs) And uh, my sixth moto, my last lap of my sixth moto was my fastest lap time of the week. Heck yeah. You finally got it down? It was 14 seconds faster than my first moto times. (laughs) And I hole shot the last moto.
1: Did you not like the dirt or the way the track was? It was was, sick. It was the
0: sickest, but like, I had no idea what I was doing. Well, that's the thing. You know, actually, Davey Coombs, grabbed me one day he's like come on let's go walk the track and he's like tell me else he's like it's a mini bike track don't try to go inside because these inside ruts are made by 60s go outside here and this and that and uh i think kevin walker also walked me around and told me what to do yeah made a big difference for last mono
1: yeah so um yeah that's what i was saying like i want to go back but i want to i want to take you guys like where I grew up, I want to show you guys the tracks that I rode and what and, and how we did it. You know what I mean? I want I want to show you guys like the difference between East Coast moto and and West Coast moto. Mm-hmm. West Coast moto, you have tracks that you show up, you pay your money, it's prepped, everything. I want to I want to take you guys to a cornfield and ride a turn track, and like Ooh, we go we go that. make a track or like you know like a backyard track, like one of your buddies or. You know, it's something like that, you know, it's something that, because those are the days that when we have the funnest times, right? Like we would always go to like these, uh, they used to call them sand pits, you Mm -hmm. know, in in Paris and like, uh, you know, just make tracks like through there and we'd do hill climbs and like make little jumps and stuff. Like I felt like that was the stuff that I fell in love with that whenever I moved out here, I sort of missed, which you can still do that here, but fucking some like you know yeah you get a ticket or tracks already rougher than shit like and the ruts are you know pretty gnarly and and stuff like or like here it's it's just different Mm -hmm. you know
0: you know i I started riding in the 90s Mm -hmm. and, and there was this weird time in the 90s where none of the tracks were open for practice you could only race so it was ride these beat down tracks in the hills so i learned to ride with my brother at a track in Rubido like off the side of the 60 uh Mockingbird Canyon have you ever heard of that or like Mm-mm. yeah in Riverside Van Buren Mockingbird area and then i had a track off of uh the 10 at Edwardo it was like a little sand track mm-hmm. i think people still ride there actually yeah and then there was one off central uh kind of behind where the la fitness was yeah and i remember we used to ride there and there's a lot of rocks but i remember one day jeff ward showed up <sighs> And I was just like, oh, he's yeah. way too cool to talk to any of us. He just <laughs> shut up and rode.
1: I mean, we have we. I mean, we still have like the you know the, Nuevo or, or like even even Elsinore. Like you you take off behind Stater Bros or something like that, and you'll do some like kill climbs and stuff, which is mm-hmm. fun. Don't get me wrong, it's awesome. Which, it's just I would say different. Yeah. yeah, and it's
3: probably it's really only awesome like two months, three months of the year. Yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't. I would not want to go out there right now. No, it's it's, it's still prime time. It's Fall just, down,
1: get it's just by a It's just sticky. It's just sticky. You know, gnats are always just like there's just like a swarm of gnats around your head at all times. You know, you're just soaking wet the whole time. Just cause you
0: I'm know, what the sweating. trick with the gnats is, I was riding my mountain bike at uh, what's that place, Oaks, one mm. day, and this guy comes riding up the hill and he has a peacock feather on the top of his helmet. Yeah, and I'm all. All right, what the fuck is that? And he goes, oh, it's for the gnats. He goes, the gnats naturally gravitate to the highest thing on your body. Oh. I'm all, what? And he goes, try it. Because the gnats are all on her face. He goes, put your hand up. So I put my hand up and the gnats just went around my gloves.
1: Boom. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to put a freaking peacock thing on your <laughs> on your head.
0: Or sit there with your hand in the air. Yeah. Oh.
3: Man. Put a
0: flag on your helmet. Hey, has this has
1: this year just not fucking flown by?
3: Yeah, it's insane. Are you serious?
0: Flew by fast for you because you quit halfway.
3: I'm getting <laughs> married in like three months. <laughs> three like, months? Yeah. November. Yours before or after Drake's? November. Oh, okay. okay.
0: Hmm.
1: August, September, October, November.
0: Hey, okay. Four Can months? we talk about this rumor? What rumor? About About Beta having a second rider?
1: Oh, I mean, I don't know, but. We don't you, know has who, Benny
0: but... ridden the bike yet? The the four fifty?
1: No, Benny Benny rode the bike when, like after he signed? signed. Yeah, he rode it on Supercross. Like the bike is there. Like it's yeah. in the States. It's just he doesn't have one right now, right? He's only got two two strokes right now.
0: Okay, if he's their first signed rider, why doesn't he have one?
3: I don't think they have I think they only have a couple in the they States. They only have a oh. couple in the States, yeah. yeah. So maybe the other guy's riding it. <laughs>
0: Mm, what does benny say about the two-stroke
3: he says
1: badass
0: i know you talked to him right
1: yeah a little bit like he hasn't said too much about it i just think that you know it's i mean it's a two-stroke i'm sure he's having a lot of fun on it you know what if he just lines up a1 on a 300 two-stroke i mean that wouldn't be i mean that'd be pretty cool Mm. you know i don't know how well he would do but (laughs) i feel like it'd be pretty cool yeah you know
0: um and then triumph unveiled their frame yeah while we were gone right
3: Looks kind of Yamaha ish. Is it a steel? No, it's aluminum. It's aluminum? No, it's aluminum. Yeah. But it's, but like, it's painted. See, it, it no, does. It's like a it looks like aluminum. It, it looks, does
1: look Yamaha ish, but not the new Yamaha. It looks more like the 06, 07, 08 Yamaha frame. It and it looks like a like one of those frames mixed with a little bit of a Suzuki frame a bit. Mm-hmm. To me. Mm-hmm. Um so we know it's gonna have KYB suspension on it, right? We know sort of what the frame is now. The next thing I would assume is the engine. And th- so I guess like they're getting Why a little bit.
0: Why do they just show the bike, dude? Why do they show what? the bike? Well, because that's <laughs> how, going that's next? how it always show is. The-
1: that's how it always is, right? Like it, this is like the biggest kept secret ever. Like yeah. no one's ever kept this thing embargoed this much. There's always been a photo leaked. Yeah, there was that video, but you still can't see what the hell it is. Yeah. Um, would you? Would you rather? I, have- I like it. I like the anticipation leading yeah. up to it. You know, it's something different. It's not just like, oh yeah, here's the fucking bike. You know, would you it's- rather have
3: this situation, all the build up, or, or the Stark, the Stark, where we see it, and then it's two, three years until we can actually <laughs> get it? Right. Like yeah, I'd be, I, I, I think I would rather have the triumph. Yeah. I
1: don't know. Anticipation is I think.
3: Me. I think it's gonna work from a business standpoint because I think like the hype from the Stark has died down a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, you see,
0: there's they're starting to show up though. Yeah, there's a I've one seen,
3: in Clea right now, or yeah. there's someone riding
1: one. Queer. Hey, yeah. imagine ordering a Stark, like forgetting about like ordering it, and then like you bought something else, and then all of a sudden it shows up, and like oh fuck, I still gotta pay for this thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like one of those things where where you get new tires in your car, you pay your rent, and then I don't know, you go get groceries and. All this other stuff, and you look at your bank account and like oh fuck, Yeah, like you do all that at once and
3: then and then the Stark shows up, dude you're like oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Another bill. Well, I know a couple people that like two years ago they're like, Yeah, I'll I'll drop the money right now. And then now they're like, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Renee. Yeah, Renee's got it back out too. Yeah. yeah. So
0: But they had one at was it Queer that they rented? They had it?
3: one at Fox for anyone to come ride at sounds like all the Fox guys. Wrote it. Some of the MXA guys wrote it. Mm-hmm. And then there's that was a gray one. And then there's a red one that uh, Tedesco, the photographer, mm-hmm. he wrote a, a red one at, at Quia on Sunday.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So there's here. one
3: of our X Games doing double,
1: triple, I don't know how many yeah. flips. Yep. Double mm-hmm. Yeah. Double
0: back plus. Yeah. Barron was telling us about it, right? He said yeah. that they, someone they want to get
3: it in quarterback. Well, he, yeah, he was one of the guys that wrote it at Paul, I think. Yeah. A bunch of them went out.
0: Hmm. did you guys watch X Games
3: uh, I watched a, a little, little bit, bit of it yeah yeah I watched
1: highlights too yeah, yeah. pretty nutty yeah yep. do the quarter pipe O'Neill. enjoy the ride ba-boom boom. Kobe Raha <laughs> badass
0: I like how he ran number one
3: Yeah, I was that's sick. what I'm trying to
1: do huh? <laughs> but I think didn't he win last year yeah
3: I mean understandable I you can really... come race a swap race and win and then
1: Run the longer. next race
3: number one yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay yeah
0: But, uh, yeah, so speaking of X Games, we have Tyler Behrman on the SML show tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Drops at 11. Um.
1: Interesting cat, dude. Love that guy. Behrman? Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, he's... That dude is one of the, like, the OG guys who really, really loves to ride a motorcycle. Mm -hmm.
0: That's awesome. You seen him ride flat track?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, dude, I mean, he can do it all. He's one of the dudes who's just... Naturally gifted on a motorcycle and he's got bigger balls than anyone I've ever seen. Yeah. Like that jump at Imagination that he did.
0: <sighs> yeah, he said he's got a new project yeah. besides imagination mm-hmm. coming this year. Yeah. Excited to see what
3: that is. I think it's before imagination too. Like is coming it? soon, yeah. Wow. I don't know what it is, but
0: Okay, so Wash Go, you said Chase was close. What do you guys think? Does Chase break the win streak? <sighs>
1: See, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and say no because this was the one race that we thought that he would be able to do it at. Couldn't get it done. Mm.
3: I think he does. Which I think this break helps him, right? Yeah, like I think, I think he's I done. I think it does. I he's think, doing a lot of testing this break.
1: He needs to. Mm-hmm.
3: And I mean, it'd be pretty easy to be like, all right, we have three races left. Um, switching manufacturers, whatever. But the fact that he's doing a lot of testing this week, these two weeks, yeah, I mean, he wants I mean, to win. I
1: mean, dude, he's not going to give up. He's a racer. He he wants to win. Anytime you get on that gate like, and you're a racer, you want to win or you want to do the best that you can do. And I know that he doesn't like getting beat, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what bike he's on. So, I mean, if he's got the resources,
3: do it.
0: Other big news is Eli's coming back. Crazy. The uh, What do you think, Michael, the, the press release didn't say anything about? Supercross and motocross, or
3: I heard it's the same contract as this
0: year. Sees how he feels. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Now, that's what kind of what I thought too, because it just says the 2024 season.
0: Yeah.
1: So. Now, what does that say? Where does that leave J. Coop? Right, like because that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Like, does J. Coop do the same program that he does this year? I mean, he did say on Pulp that he would like to race a 450 full time next year. He, you know, I mean, that's what he's pushing for.
3: I mean, he we said know, it a- We know
1: we know that Coop's growing there, right? Like Cooper Webb, and then so if you have Cooper Webb, Eli, and J. Coop, all three. I mean, that's
3: fuck. That's not cheap. No, they couldn't do three bikes this year.
1: Yeah, they couldn't do three bikes this year. I mean, obviously, Fernandez is out. Mm-hmm. So, fuck. That's a lot of money.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know?
0: Do they still have nineteen two hundred and fifty riders next year?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah i yeah. think so yeah only yeah, they person do. they don't have is Kitch, and i think they're they were talking about replacing him but actually i haven't heard anything else yeah so maybe not
1: mm. and do we see Guillaume? uh oh Varys. yeah he'll be do Supercross we, too right? do you think yeah. he'll
3: he'll ride for supercross yeah i think so okay
1: hmm yeah i don't know that's just uh that's just a big question mark there like like, do they find more funding, or do they have it, or does Yamaha step up more, or, or, or what? Like, I don't.
0: Dude, they could do a. Uh,
1: is it is a... it unlimited funding over there? You think?
0: I don't know. Star price sells a lot of vehicles. Yeah. Um. Hey, Anton, when you talked to uh, Eli at the Alpine Stars event, did you see him walking? Is he walking with a oh,
1: limp?
3: Oh, dude! Or? Dude, he's, he, no, dude. He, he, That's what we no talked limp. about last week. Sprinting.
2: No. okay so you know the first roller of horsepower hill like where everybody does the scrub yeah, well, you know right off the start canard broke they a had yeah we're we're Trey broke his steamer um they had that they still had the arch there from the national like the whole shot arch but then they hung alpine stars banners over it and then they did a big group photo there eli walked up it like straight up the middle pretty much in boots no knee braces no wimp no nothing And then I heard at the dealer meeting on Wednesday in Colorado, he like jumped off the stage.
3: Oh my God. Wow.
2: So he's fine. Yeah. Like he's good. He told me in the interview that we did, you know, work that still got to happen. He's getting some more strength and control back, um, you know, because he was in the walking boot for a while and it does have to regain all that mobility. But yeah, he said that that's going to be their bigger their bigger initiative is just strengthen and control over the next few months that he's got, he's got it back to where it needs to be. Wow. So, yeah. Me, that's... Um, you know, and then even, you know, it was when I did the interview with them last Sunday, like me and A-Ray didn't get to talk about this that much uh, because we couldn't, you know, even before I did the interview, I was like, hey, is there anything we you want to say or you don't want me to say? Or like, how do you want to do this? And he's like, well, I'm not going to say I'm racing or anything like that in this. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I was like, I totally understand, you know, but just don't want to say or get you in a position that like screws the interview up. And he's like, yeah, no problem. No problem. So at that point, I'm like, well, he's coming back like he just told me he's coming back. I just can't say that he's coming back (laughs) in this interview. And then uh, I listened to it again when I edited it and then i listened to it again when i had to make another post about it when the yamaha press release came out and he's fired up like he he had said you know when you're away from the motorcycle and you don't get to ride and you don't get to do all these things he's like you he goes i really appreciate the time i had to be a dad and to do all these things right now but he's like i want to go race i it's what makes me want to wake up and go do everything in the morning that's why i got to go race mm. and He's going to hit this one hard. I don't think that this is going to be some like money grab swan song or anything like that. The Yamaha press release says they're going after championships. He's going to get even more wins on his win record. I think he's going to be good. Mm -hmm. You know, does he do one year? Does he do two years? Does he do do all of it. We'll see from there. Uh, If anything, like I'm very excited to see him come back and do it because even when he got hurt at Denver last year, And we were kind of wondering, is this it? Is this the last year? He's going to do the Nationals. He's going to do Super Motocross, but is it over? Uh, Selfishly, I was a little bummed because it's been such a joy. It's been so exciting to watch Eli for so long. And if it would have went out that way, or if that's the last that we were going to get to see it, or it is almost over, I think everybody's really going to appreciate it even more now. Because Mm -hmm. even just the fans that were still at Washougal on Sunday still trying to get their motorhomes out or just hanging out or whatever. They were so excited to see Eli, you -hmm. know? And I think that everybody going into next year, like you're going to see him and you're going to see jet. And that's going to be like the two headliners. And then you're going to have Ken and chase and Jason and all these other guys that are going to make it real exciting and variables. But man, the billing for Eli versus chase next year is, or Eli versus jet. It's going to be all time. Nice. And just, and just
1: going back to like Eli, right? Like, even if he do you think if he had won the championship he would uh, he would have raced next year you think I, I I do because whenever I I do. I, I spent a lot of time with him at the test track right we rode we rode a lot whenever he was out here on the west coast together and he never looked miserable he always loved the progression the improvement that he made each day never touched his bike loved his bike. Like, I mean, he went there, he did his motos. Like, I mean, he <coughs> loved freaking prepping and watering the track. He loved shoveling the whoops. I am mm-hmm. I just don't fucking have at it. Like, I ain't doing that shit. You know, <laughs> but like, he loved it. Like, and he loved riding his motorcycle. Like, even whenever he was done with his motos, he was still like, he would play ride and, and, you know, maybe hit some transfers or hit some rhythm sections backwards. Like, dude just loved it. So, mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, I mean, like looking back on it, maybe I thought he was done then, but now, I now that I think about it, yeah, he he's not he's not done.
0: Hmm.
2: The only time that I thought he was going to be done, it's kind of around Detroit of this year, where I was like, oh, this is it, because then the championship pressure had started getting a little bit more intense, and then he starts like really climbing up the win record list. And he starts knocking guys down and then he's got to get interviewed super long after every race. And then every Friday he would just get hit with the same questions. And then every Saturday night, the same stuff. And you could see him like going back into the shell a bit, like, I don't want to have to deal with this. I just want to race, Mm -hmm. you know? And it got, it was around Detroit of like this year where I was like, Oh, okay. It's changing now. Like it, it, he's had a lot of fun in the first part of the year and he won a lot. And it, Really got him into a good position. But then when the challenges did come and then Chase started winning and then Cooper started doing what he did too, and it got tighter, you could tell that Eli definitely was like, All right, it's time now. Like, put your focus yeah, on yeah I remember,
0: uh, I remember in an interview you did with him, he said, This championship pressure is not fun.
2: Yeah. And like, you know, maybe the time off on this time is going to maybe give him a chance to come out for these be like all right dude look I'm set like i just got to go beat the hell out of everybody and ride as fast as i can and not get in my head about it and not get worried about it because he's good like he did everything he needs to do now this Mm -hmm. is just bonus time
0: yeah um what do you guys think of the new yamaha optional color i love it
3: sexy i love it (laughs) i love it yeah i like the yamaha i do white
1: yeah. I knew So good, dude. It would have, have been cool if it had came with, like, those purple wheels. Oh, that would have been a
3: done <laughs> deal. Oh. I know, yeah.
1: I would have put a deposit on one right now.
3: I don't think I would ride it. i just stare at it. Right? You guys.
1: I remember my buddy had the last, like, uh, I I remember the last time there was, like, a, I don't know if it was the last time, but we had the 2006. I had a YZ125, and then, Wait. So in 2006, they had the yellow one, right? The yellow yeah. 450, yeah. 250. Mm-hmm. And then in 2007, I got the white one.
2: The white one was so tight. Oh, was it just white red? and gray? Yeah it, was, yeah, it was white and gray. Yeah. 2007. Oh, my cousin
1: white, had that one. 250F. Oh, dude, it was puss. I got it on Christmas Day. Oh, my God, I cried. <laughs> yeah, that was
2: a good one. Yeah. My cousin I had bet you
0: this one. is the most they <laughs> sell so slow, the optional though.
3: color. Oh, dude, well, hands I mean? down. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Shit. You know what's so funny about that? So on Friday, they unveiled a bike, right, Yeah. at Washougal, and me and Michael Rich from Yamaha are talking, and, I mean, it's a good-looking bike. And I'm like, all right, Mike, hey, Mike, is is Dolby, like, are you guys going to let Decor sell these graphics kits or something? Like, is this going to be part of the power part, like a GYTR accessory or something like that? And he, like, looked at me, and he, like, kind of screwed his face up, and he was like, hmm, I don't know that'd be a good idea though i bet we'd sell a lot of them i'm like yeah dude i bet you guys would if you sold that graphic and then i he knows but yeah. then to hear to see five days later all yeah. the bikes come out in that and i was like ah oh rich you got me that was good you got me i yeah. didn't even
3: think like friday came around and the the bikes came out and i was like oh that's sick for the race and then i was at my chick's house for dinner and her dad's like oh yeah i can't wait for that to be the second color next year i'm looks like i'm trading my bike in and get a new bike i'm like so i don't think it's a second color <laughs> and then i was thinking i was like maybe it is i don't know <laughs> yeah so it's for all bikes right or yeah. all the mm-hmm. yeah
1: so so i was even freaking hanging out with sam i was like dude you know what I like i kind of want to get like a p-dub that color <laughs> <laughs> you know just to like it's like a half one you know you trying like toss something no i just like it's kind of old school looking <laughs> i don't know it looks like the old ones that we used to have that's you know? true yeah yeah, get a little I And mean, If it's a, if it's a girl, it's already pink. You know, if it's a boy, like I'll just kid him up in retro. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. And then uh, A Stars has another pair of purple boots on, huh? but they're like different yeah, purple? their boots
3: won't. Yeah, so they're twenty four stuffs out, but their boots won't be here for another month or so.
0: But but the purple ones are darker.
3: I think they're and like white, purple e- and white. Yeah, I think it's like all purple, not like purple, blue and red. Dude, those and are they, sick. they also have like all neon ones coming too, which is sick. Do you like them? The all neons, all neon yellow ones. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't really like neon, but yeah, they're sick. <laughs> Don's gonna love them. No, yeah. I, Don's I, gonna have four pair.
0: I want the purple <laughs> ones, dude. Purple and white.
1: Dude, you guys are crazy, man. Just stick to the red O'Neill
2: RDX two point two dog. <laughs> that man is commission based. Jesus,
0: uh, who thinks that uh, the the. St- product he sells the most in his first week is going to be rdx yeah right no i like i'm gonna
1: go i'm I'm gonna be i'm gonna be shoving entry-level stuff down people's throat right dude (laughs) you know because because dude you can get full head to toe gear for like 200 bucks from o'neill
0: less really well oh, head to toe helmet yeah yeah. head to toe i mean like
1: you think about it you get like like a decent helmet no i don't know about head to toe like pant jersey glove 200 bucks or less, less, less. less, less, than less. That, less. Yeah. Pants nineteen or one nineteen for pants. I think forty nine for jersey, and gloves. What 20. 20, 20 bucks? 20. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at that. And and I feel
3: like that's why they own the vet track, Apollo. They owned quite a bit of Whistler too. Mm-hmm. Lots of moto kits, mm-hmm. freaking mm-hmm.
0: badass, dude. Dude. So speaking of which, I got I got a box with O'Neill kits in it. Uh. I got to call Mark though because he gave me like the off-the-shelf jerseys, and I've been getting those. You know how they make the custom jersey. The custom jersey is a lot bigger and stretchier. Dude, I look like a, a road cyclist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I know what you're talking about. The, you, it's right. happening to me too. Like with the Prodigy gear, I'm like, <gasps> <laughs>
0: yeah, dude. And then because so I, I wear a, I wear a
1: medium, but yeah, yeah,
0: hey, man, I need a yeah. Large. So like the medium. uh Element jersey. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's fun. I could ride in it, but I wouldn't feel comfortable in it. But... Uh, so I ordered a set of Element gear, which is the low end. He sent me 28 small.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah, I might have... I would, I Are, would have a, Is the uh, Element pant bagger? The bagger one, yeah. yeah Maybe a, I need to do that. It's a little bit bagger. <laughs> I don't want to ask for 34s, dude. I might cry if I have to. <laughs> Wait, what? He, he, Dude, I can... I cannot fit in my Prodigy pants or my hardware pants. Like the waist is fine but my thighs, dude, like cutting off circulation.
1: You're 32s. Yeah. I I wear the 32 Prodigy. Dude,
3: look at these things.
1: Bro, All I mean I mean you things. you've seen me at the track wearing 32s, dude, like <laughs> you know, like they're tight. <laughs> but I mean, I I like the I like all of it. It's good. Thirty thirty-four is comfy though. Jesus. 34 Christ. is comfy. I can't
0: do it. <laughs> anyway. Are we done? Are we done, Anton. You got anything else? Do you hear any more
1: rumors on any where, where like any guys like Dylan Volan, updates? guys like uh Mumfy,
3: Dylan, uh shit. Dude. I think Volin to PC
2: is what I think.
0: Is the Husky two fifty team full yet or is it still all empty?
1: Uh, that's so a that's a question for.
2: Um, so you got RJ going back.
0: Staying Jalique. on a two fifty.
2: Staying on two fifty, I'm Jalik Triumph. Yeah. I would say you got Talon. Uh, you I'm think they're keeping Talon? You think? I would be bummed if they dropped Talon yeah. so fast, you know? Yeah, the kid's because, only dude, done like. One year. He's been part of the program since he was on 85. So and he wasn't I mean. supposed to do the four year good.
1: this year. He was not supposed yeah, to do
3: they the pushed four him year. Up.
2: Mm-hmm. And he's done great, dude. And Talon, like, it sucks that Talon hasn't gotten the results, maybe that people think that he needs or something like that, where it hasn't gotten him the attention that he needs. But that kid's personality is awesome. Yes. He reminds me of Josh Hill so much. Just he's always so psyched. He, he makes riding look like fun, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that if he's given a little bit more of a chance to flourish, dude, he's going to be a good rider. He's just got to get some time to stay around. I think they're going to, I think he'll be fine. I don't see him really going too far, but who knows in this day and age, especially with how everything's playing out right now. Um, but from everything that I've heard, Jalit going to triumph has always been pretty good. So there is going to be a spot open at Husky there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, these next these next few weeks are going to be interesting, and then as we've talked about so many times in the last few weeks, this not being such a crazy stack Loretta's year probably does take a little bit of pressure off some guys. You know, some amateur kids like even Preston Base Luke, like that kid's just going to go home to Washington after Wash or after Loretta's because he doesn't know what's going to happen next year. You know what I mean? So I don't think that there's the pipeline of just we're going to replace all these kids is coming because Ryder D and all those dudes that we've been waiting for are there now mm-hmm. and they're making the moves. So, yeah, it's an interesting time right now.
1: Yeah.
3: Do you want to touch on Juju? What we think? Or no?
1: I mean, after this do you think he just goes straight to Unadilla? I Anton, he, do you know?
0: I think he could.
3: I should. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean he should. But do you but think like, he goes like? Who do
2: you go with? You yeah. know what I mean? Is it like Orange Brigade
3: or is it Factory KTM?
1: I feel like he would be under Factory KTM, probably. Wait, with wait,
2: wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought they wanted to keep him uh, a again next year.
1: Uh, that's
3: not what I'm hearing.
1: But um, I mean, even if they did, either way, he could still go to the still last do three that. nationals.
2: Yeah. Yeah, just as long as he only scores like under a certain amount of points. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um,
2: I mean, dude, honestly, and it sounds like that rule is gonna get rewritten again for next year <laughs> because of how well Bennett did this year. Yeah. Uh, so, dude, go make use of it. You know, yeah, right. Have the, the, go do it, dude. A- go, and, go, go, race.
1: And who's to say that Cochran races B class at Loretta's, and still <laughs> can go to Unadilla? Turn a and race the last three nationals mm-hmm. with this rule the way it is now, so maybe even Cochran could go there ride his husky and still do pretty well and get gain some experience right mm-hmm. like what's stopping him from turning a after Lorettas and racing the last three nationals?
3: Nothing bring them all
1: Drew Adams i mean he just all. he i mean he just won <laughs> he just won the freaking combine, yeah, you know, so yeah
2: yeah, and there but there is another combine in a couple weeks uh, at Iron Man again. Mm. So I'm sure that there's some amateur kids that are like, Okay, because this I mean, this did happen. If you didn't do great at Loretta's, you could still go to that thing where all the factory teams and mechanics and managers and everybody is and go <clears> do well there. Yeah. You know, granted, it's not Loretta's, but you can still go show everybody what you're made of. And then you get a chance to interact with them. You get to talk to them. You get to show them like, Hey, you told me this, this is how I'm going to go apply it rather than just going balls of the wall for three minute motos all week. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't, there's so many ways to go about it right now. I mean, it's a definitely an interesting time to be an amateur kid. There's so many elite AMA events that are out there and there's still like, I mean, shit. There's still like four big amateur races to the end of the year. You could, guys can still go do so. I don't know.
1: Who's going to be that A guy that, like, I don't know, like n- no one's really talking about that's going to probably do good at Loretta's?
3: Uh, I think there's a couple Orange Brigade kids back east that are just going to be like, who's that?
1: What's that one kid? I can't Freaking, remember. Um, 105? 105. Yeah,
3: what's uh, his name? Mark Finis. 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 Mark Finis. Ra- Yeah, Mark yeah. Finis is rad. I think He's yeah. from Indiana. He's an underdog for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: Hey. Mark is cool and I've been watching Mark for a while because a couple years ago him and Evan Ferry uh 125 year mm. it was war you yeah. know and and yep. Mark has really done very well since then because he you know he had to learn and yeah Mark's been really really good he's had some injuries and stuff like that through the year though that have made it more difficult
3: mm-hmm. I, think, I think Brad West could be pretty good too
1: yeah Brad West has a lot of speed he's going to get some pretty good starts um I think uh but I also think um, someone who's, again, going to open a lot of eyes for the second time, which I loved it last year, um, is uh, Liam Olaf. Oh, yeah. Dude, his his super mini performance last year was the best ride of the whole week. So, if he carries...
3: What's that? It earned him a ride.
1: Yeah. I mean, if he carries that into this year, I think that he's going to do a lot of good in the, the classes that he's in.
0: Dude, I saw Liam posted something on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, he looks way different than the last time I saw him. Yeah. Like he's getting bigger. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah.
3: he's filling in. Oh, uh,
0: Somebody's calling. It's probably Don Wilson. So we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> Guys, thanks for checking out the Kickstarter podcast presented by Pro Taper, and we'll talk to you after Loretta's.